the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. says Jared. Join. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is the money segment of the big show. This is your real estate chalk talk, and we're broadcasting from the Rack Shack Barbecue. And you always know how everyone says the now. This is from the Rack Shack. You know, it's called all the sports players when they come on and introduce themselves from the Ohio State. All right. From the, you know. Ohio the State. You. Yeah. The U. Yeah. How about those goals? Why do they say that? a bunch of them that got awards in the Big Ten. Did they? they? Had a heck of a year. Yeah, they yeah, did they have did a good, good year. Job. They didn't beat any good teams, though, no. did they? They beat Penn State. <laughs> right? Good teams. Well, All right. Penn State's good. Is it? 612 <laughs> If they could have at least beaten Wisconsin or Iowa, it right. would have really changed the yeah. opinion. Uh, the, uh, a lot of the opinions yeah. of the Gophers. I think so, too. Right. You know? Because they, a lot of these college teams do this. It's the same all across the country. So when you have Georgia and a lot of these other teams that are doing really well and they're like 10-1, and one, well, they also played a bunch of scrubs. Yeah. I don't, I mean, they're not scrubs. These are big-time athletes. But you got a big program that has a lot of ability to recruit high talent. It's like, you know, the wild playing Bemidji State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Crushed them. Crushed Maybe. Him. I don't know. The Beavers are pretty good this yeah, year. Yeah. yeah, not when I played. I don't know. We could have took the wild on. <laughs> <I think. laughs> All right. The the uh, jobs report came out. 100,000 more jobs this month. Than I saw that. It's just, you know, huge. What impact does that have on the market? Real quick, though. Jared Hanowski. This guy actually does all the work at the branch, right? That's right. what Calvin well, tells Calvin us. Does a Calvin's lot of work, a he's too. a figurehead. I know, but if he's on the video here, we gotta gotta make sure he's getting chirped a little bit too. So. He's the boss man. He yeah. is. Yep. Jared Hanowski, Amec Home Loans. He wears a suit. Look at you in a. In yeah, well, it's I'm Friday. More, I'm more anyhow. casual. Six one two four three two 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 five two. Give Jared a call. Go ahead, Jared. But, well, to, to answer your question, usually, I mean, it hasn't been as dramatic the last the last year when the job numbers came out. But in years past... Because with Trump, they're used to him crushing the numbers. Well, that's kind, of been the, that's kind of been the trend yeah. the last year. I mean, that the job numbers come out and they always beat expectation. Mm-hmm. So I saw this morning, I read a quick article that they just hammered expectation. Oh. I don't know who set that number today. I though, don't Because either. it came out of 266,000 new jobs. Right. Now, what are those jobs? So, right, is that... Well, they said some of them was, gee, I'm going back to work because okay. the strike is settled. You know, but that was all calculated in then, the 188 that they that they expected. Seasonal work for people going work. But, but that's the same every year. Sure. So that's always figured in, yeah. calculated in. So the, you, but it's 100,000 more than they thought, if, you know, Understanding that GM was going back to work and all now, but then they'll go next month and then adjust previous month numbers down. No, by, they never do. No, sometimes they adjust them. Like they'll say, "Hey, uh, November's report, we're adjusting up or down." Yeah, and it's like, well, okay. Um, but it, good. the stock market usually and the bond market will react to that report. So, mm-hmm. example, futures this morning were tra- stock market futures. I believe we're trading a lot higher mm-hmm. right off the hop just because of that. Everyone starts. And then treasuries sell off a little bit, right? right? Um, 
mortgage, I think pricing opened up a little bit worse this morning. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, short story is, I mean, if, if the stock market's doing well, uh, bonds will sell off generally, which is going to increase interest rates. Right. But, I mean, we've been pretty level for quite a while since we dropped. I mean, I don't see any drastic changes, but you never know. Something happens in the global economy that uh, causes the stock stock market to either go down or up. That generally will affect interest rates. Now, I was reading articles this week that the procrastination, is that what the word is? Procrastination? Not procrastination, prognastination. Okay. Forecasters. Prognostics. Yeah, they're saying that, uh, what is it, what is the word? Not prognostication. 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 They're saying that that they expect real estate to be strong for the next two years. I saw that, yeah. Yep, and and not not like, you know, skyrocketing, but strong, mm-hmm. and you know, n- normal good increases, good production off of uh, off of uh, from builders and, and new construction, uh, because jobs are are good. Three and a half percent unemployment rate in this country. Right. I mean, think about what that means. That what that really means is the people who aren't working, either just don't want to work. Yeah, or they're moving from job A to job B, and and they're in the period in between. Yep. You know, because a lot of people will get a new job. They're going to take a couple weeks off. They're going to take a month off, or whatever it is. Or their new job starts in three months, and we're just going to kind of chill for a couple months while we get moved and settled in. Um, so, but essentially, when you're at three and a half percent, you know, everyone's working. Yeah, and there's job. I mean, if like you said, if people aren't working, they're basically don't not, want to. Yeah, not going out there trying to find something. Right. Or being so hyperly picky about what they want, right? That you know you can make yourself not work too if you don't want to. Yeah, we had somebody. I mean, with the with the housing market staying steady, I mean, we've had people tell us they're going to wait till it regresses, uh, right? And I just don't. I mean, you're going to be waiting a decade, right? I don't see that happening. I don't, either. especially in some of the price points. I mean, there just isn't the inventory, so you're not going to see a regression, yeah. and especially mm-hmm. not substantially. No, I mean mm-hmm. maybe you know. maybe five ten thousand dollars, but I mean on your mortgage payment, that's literally lowering your payment by like sixteen dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's not substantial enough. Yeah. Where it's more like your seasonal adjustment, right? Like we talk about selling a house in the winter versus selling a house in the spring, and mm-hmm. timing the market, and the whole conversation that we had in the first segment. Um, those that's where you're seeing your swing. Now, if we had a huge increase in inventory and the overall economy was in a tough spot. Then you'd see us. Then, then you see a little bit of that, but mm-hmm. um, the the inventory itself is what's primarily driving the the prices to go up. I mean, is right. Yeah, I think little... that those increases, all those 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 huge increases that we were seeing in uh, you know thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. That that's passed. That was some, right. that yeah, was recovery that. increases. Now you're seeing just normal increases. Uh, driven basically by new construction, which always drives it, you yep. know, because cost to build, cost to replace keep goes increasing, up, right? and they keep increasing, and then the existing market will will follow that, and and lag a little bit, but it pretty much follows the new construction, depending on how old the house is, and uh, and it's the particular price stratas you'll see have have uh, because have different rates of increase because. Builders in general can't build in the entry level price range in in a close, so they're building in the more you know the five six hundred thousand dollar range, which makes the existing market challenging because uh-huh. they're competing nose to nose with new construction. With the but if you're in that three hundred or four hundred thousand dollar house that's in good condition, you are in great shape, 
if you're wanting to move up to that nice new property that you've always been dreaming about. Speaking of competition and new construction, mm-hmm. uh, what do you guys do or what can you do with new construction builds over the wintertime where builders aren't allowing escrows to take place? Is there anything that you can do with you competing against a builder's in-house finance scenario? Well, if they're weather-related escrows, we can escrow until the spring. So if it's in the contract, sod, driveway. We but the builder no, won't the escrow. The builder won't allow for the escrow. The builder won't escrow money. Oh, well, we have Is got exceptions. A, okay. well, but you said the builder will not escrow with another company. Yeah. They don't escrow. Period. Period. Oh, they don't escrow. Hmm. Period. Well, I mean, how would they get the work done? In the, they in the pay week? for it in the spring. Oh, but they just won't. They won't escrow with Yeah, you know how like company. you guys yeah. would require in a traditional scenario, mm-hmm. if we can't put sod in because there's snow on the ground, yep. there would be escrows from the seller yep. into an account, right? and that sits there one and a half times the amount of the, what the bid is, and then it comes back out and gets paid. But the builders don't escrow. So they're just like, no, we don't do that. We'll put the sod in. It's part of the contract. We'll pay for it and get it done. Right, right. yeah, that would, that would be tough. I mean, we'd have to get some type of exception, but if the builder won't escrow... I mean, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac require you to have the work done, whatever's in the contract. Mm-hmm. So, so how how are the builders getting around? Because virtually every national builder does it that way. They don't escrow, and so if you're using their in-house, which is just another mortgage company, yeah, I don't into the same pocket. I'm, I'm I'd not, have to check. I don't know. Are how they, they holding that? Are they holding? Well, that even loan, if maybe even until... if they're holding it, they still need to deliver it uh, at some point. Well, but to... they're delivering it after the work is done. So maybe they're hold, holding it, but they still funded the loan when it's not when that work is not done mm-hmm. and with no escrow. I, I don't know the answer to that. I'd have to find out. But, I, I mean, we've always been told that there has to be some type of escrow. I had one this year close in July. There was no sod done. Sod was supposed to go in, you know, sometime throughout the fall. Well, it didn't get done now, and now we're into the winter season. So now we need – the work has to be done like 120 mm-hmm. days. Six after, months. Yeah, or and we held the money in escrow, but now it's still not done. So we have to go to Fannie Mae and ask for an exception to go into next spring. Mm-hmm. Which still grant. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't they? I mean, the sod, this was a townhouse sod. Yeah. So, I mean, it's literally $500. And right. the seller's money still sitting at the title company. Right. Uh, could a buyer finance the, or put forth the money for the escrow? Mm, we've done that. Yeah, they can. Yeah, with the buyer side title company, they mm-hmm. could escrow it. Yeah. Now will the builder let him do that though? Yeah. So uh, we've had it. We we have had it. Uh, it probably depends on the yeah. builder too, if it's a national builder yeah. or if yeah. it's a. So if they escrowed their own money, but then got their money back, or the right. builder compensated mm-hmm. in some fashion, that might be a way to work around. Right. We want you guys to be able to compete on these deals. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, with the national builders, it's tough. They're tougher, and they're uh, yeah, they're bigger. Obviously, they do crazy amount of volume, and especially with, I mean, my house for example, Lennar. They're uh, everywhere. Communities popping up everywhere with them. Yep. Yeah, and those are the guys. I mean, yeah. Lennar, D.R. Horton. Right. That's who we're talking Michigan, about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No cool. escrow. All right. Well, that's it for this week. That's it. Thanks for coming in, Jared. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Give Jared a call, 612-432-2252 for refinance or purchase money mortgages at Amac Home Loans, or call us, 612-627-8000. You've been listening to your Real Estate Chalk Talk with the Hitner Group, the leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612 627 
800-800-8000 or go online to hitnergroup.com.